What's up, man? What up, Spence? Hey, man. So I know you probably listened to the last episode with my LBs, and I kind of said a Zeta remark that really all the way wasn't true. I said they all suck. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Most of them suck. <laughs> Go ahead and clear it up now. You the only one of the only sorors I fuck with. So like I had to, you know, I had to clear that up. I appreciate it because the shoe ain't fit, so I ain't laced that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Hope y'all listened to the last episode, because it sort of kind of connects this with this one. The last episode, I had all my line brothers on, not just one, not two, not three, but all of them. I can't remember the last time we sat that, well, even though it was kind of virtual, but I can't remember the last time we all got together in one space. So that was dope. So if y'all listened to the last one, I kind of said something about Zetas and I was kind of joking about sort of. Uh, but this time I got an actual Zeta on here. One and all, my bad. I got a Zeta on here. I act like I pledged, <laughs> like right? So uh, no, nah, man. So I reached my homegirl, Kelly. I got my homegirl, Kelly on here. My homegirl, my sis, my soror. Uh, she can get you Beyonce tickets. Uh, don't get me started until <laughs> we gonna we gonna get to that we gonna get to that because i want <laughs> i want to pick your brain you know uh <laughs> so originally i know kelly from a long time she's one of my sorors or whatever part of the illustrious zeta phi beta sorority incorporated so um you know it's kind of cool i had the sigmas now i got the zetas now i promise you you probably gonna be the only zeta on here can i hold it down we good <laughs> <laughs> um so now so i asked her to be on here a little while ago and i remember her initial reaction was like oh you know my story is boring i'm like there's no such thing as a boring story so you know i kind of i didn't force her to be on but i kind of convinced her to be on here because i feel like everybody including her has an interesting story and sometimes it might not even be a story man this is just a safe space to talk to rap you know what i'm saying talk about anything so you know i wanted to have the uh distinguished honor well i'm glad she gave me the distinguished honor of her being on so uh and plus i needed more women on here anyway i got a bunch of dudes but anyway uh what's up man what up spence thank you for having me sir yeah and man. yes i yeah. was forced to be on here i was forced this is against my will <laughs> well we gonna have a good time we gonna have a good time man so yeah man how's the how's life been with anything else you know work uh you know the uh, uh i don't know if you uh, want to talk about it but the dating pool life has been lifing a regular good government job which i love and appreciate to the highest because um it definitely supported this good old beyonce ticket i secured yesterday so i am oh. thankful well hey look you know all right real quick we're gonna get into your story we're gonna get into you know conversation whatever but i got a question because i know one you uh do you consider yourself a part of the beehive i am beehive adjacent okay so (laughs) i'm not all the way in the beehive but but i i love me some beyonce okay i'm I'm just not extreme the beehive sometimes can get a little reckless that is what i so i am neutral with all this as i am with everything else i'm always most of the time in the middle the only time i'm not neutral about anything is about you know black folks you know what i'm saying in black history right, and right. Stuff like that i'm always going to be on you know one side of that being our side but you know when it comes to like you know i'm not a big concert person i'm not a big music person you know but i've been seeing so many different debates about you know this whole beyonce thing her tickets going to the concert and i guess the thing that i find Mm -hmm. is two things that i find very confusing one of them i've seen a group of people who have to take it upon themselves to tell everybody that they're like they that they don't like beyonce she's overrated she's this she's that 
And then there's another side where I've seen, I guess it's the beehive or whatever, that gets so mad. So my questions are this. One, why do you have to announce that you don't like Beyonce? And then two, why do people get so mad when someone doesn't like Beyonce? Now, this is coming from a net. This is coming from a very neutral position of mine because I don't care either way, you know. So uh, I don't know. What's up with that? You know, I feel like it comes with everything else in the world. Everybody wants to have an opinion about something. It's either mm. you like it or you don't, but you got to make that statement known. Like, yeah. just let people like what the fuck they like and go for it about <laughs> your life. That, that, and, that, and see, that, that's, that's the side I'm on. You know what I mean? Because I remember me and you was rapping about it the other day, and you kind of confirmed one of my suspicions that, unfortunately... At least from what I've seen, it's been mostly men that have been like talking bad about Beyonce and the people wanting to go to the tickets. And, yeah, and like, man. So, so what that is is it, what's up with that, yo? I, I I don't know. I mean, again, people like what they like. People gonna spend money on what they like to spend money on. I don't right. care if it's the same pair of Jordans that come out in eighteen different colorways. You're gonna <laughs> spend the money. Beyonce tickets. Uh, vacation, whatever, whatever makes you happy in life, let people be fucking happy. <laughs> no, and it's it's funny because one of the dudes that I caught, not caught, but saw going in on this whole Beyonce controversy has been a guy that I know, and he's a Jordan collector. And okay. I just found it very ironic, and it goes with your point, where it's like, hold on, bro, like, you got stuff that you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't, you know, me, I'm an avid reader. Like, I, I go to Barnes & Noble, and I drop, you know, easily. Well, I kind of got a different method. I go to Barnes & Noble, and I see what I like. Then I get it on Amazon, because Amazon's cheaper. Word. But I'm just... <laughs> like, nah. Like, because Barack Obama's autobiography is like $45 in Barnes & Noble, and wow. 15 on really? Amazon. Really? Crazy. Yeah, and I'm a hardcover person, so like, you know, I'm like... But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, we all got things that we enjoy. We all got things that we like, you know what I'm saying? And I, I hate, I don't like, I'm going I'm to say something that a lot of people may find very wild. What I'm about to say with this particular issue is that I do know, and this is not to like bash my brethren and bash black men. Cause that's not something I do, but sometimes mm -hmm. like some things are in your face and I do and I've been seeing women do it, too. I've been seeing women, you know, go in on Beyonce and other, other stuff, which to me is I find just as foolish because the last time I checked, Beyonce is a black woman. So, a like, black woman. you yeah. know what I mean? Who is for her people at that? That I do know. You know what I mean? I might and not know a lot about the community, Beyonce. too. But yeah, yeah, like, you know, I'm like, well, she she for her people. was, But I do know that there and this might go into another point that we'll talk about later, but. I do know that there is a narrative or there's a category of men who are not necessarily gay, but they don't like women, if that makes sense. So anything that makes black women happy pisses them off. And I think yeah. that, that I used to work with a bunch of people, with a bunch of dudes like that. So and like this particular person I'm talking about, I used to work with and it's like he ain't gay. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't no gay bone in his body, but he hates women. So I think. That because this whole Beyonce thing, it makes some black women happy. And it's not the Beyonce tickets they attack, and it's the fact that you're happy. <laughs> I think that's, that's what it comes That is so crazy to me. I yeah. just don't understand. And yeah. then the, the men that hate women but ain't gay, it just blows my mind. Like, what the fuck do you want out of the world? <laughs> what do you want? Well, that kind of brings me to my next point. I remember last time we also talked, you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how's the dating pool, man? Pissy. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, this dating world is so crazy. And I don't know if it's because I had a false sense of reality growing up with my parents or if social media has really fucked up people's way of thinking on what dating is. You got all these reality shows and all the relationship goals and everything's just fake out here, man. Well, if, if we can back up for a second, um, if you don't mind, uh, what do you mean yep. being serious this time? What do you mean by a false sense of reality with your parents? Well, false sense of reality, meaning like not knowing as a child, what relationship, the work that relationships took number one two, really getting to know somebody um, my parents, 
they dated for all of nine months. Dad mm -hmm. proposed. They got married, had the kid. I mean, married 30 plus years. You don't see yeah. that in our generation. And it kind of freaking sucks. Like I mm -hmm. said, social media plays a part in it. Our parents mm -hmm. didn't have social media. They had their, you know, their friends to talk to, um, their parents to talk to if they had parents in the household. But a real community of people build up relationship and give them advice and not using the fake narrative of social media, if that makes um, sense. No, nah, you just covered a lot of points, man. Social media, because me and you grew up the same way. You know what I mean? My parents, I've talked about my parents on here several times before, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But, you know, my folks, like, they just reached their 40th. This year will be their 41st in July. Um, you know, so I definitely understood what you, I, and I kind of figured you meant that because I know your folks were together for a little while. And, you know, right. I just want to kind of like, pick your brain on what you meant. But, like, you know, my folks, like like you, they've been together for a decent amount of time. So it's kind of like I've grown up, you know, with a different perspective, not necessarily right, because I don't know if there's any right or wrong to because, you you know, a lot of people don't have and nobody really has any bearing on their background, their childhood or whatever. You know, sometimes life right. just deals you with it deals. But, you know, and the social media thing, I think that also, like you said, has a huge now I'm I've been out of the game for a little bit, um, but the i my ptsd in the single life is still very fresh <laughs> so uh I can understand it. yeah yeah and you know i see even now even though i'm like you know in a very very loving relationship you know i still see stuff on social media that kind of just makes me rolls my eyes and it's usually it's usually around the same topics you know what i mean the same stuff submission and and, and who Ooh, pays what yeah oh well God, because it's because it's people it's a, it's a very loose it's a very loose term i think submission because you know people just how people have turned the word profit like biblically profit into something that it's not submission is also in in a sense it has a biblical background you know and if we're talking because you and i i know we're of the same faith um i think submission is is the way it's viewed is because it's 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 used by several different per it's used from several different perspectives it's used from people who have all different types of of uh, opinion like you said everybody got opinion it, it, it's like so for example right. the biblical aspect of submission is that you know as a woman god doesn't want you to submit after a man who's not submissive after god's own heart that's what biblical submission kind of mm -hmm. has to deal with but other people have turned it into like damn near slavery <laughs> like you know these men now are looking for submission in the talking phase. Like yeah. we're not even in relationship. We not yeah. engaged. We not married. You want yeah. somebody yeah. to submit and do wifely duties. And we not even committed on any level. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I've, I've, and you know, I think the issue is like, cause women have their own definition of what submission is too, you know, um, getting away from what it actually means like men have their own and the thing is like you know you're right like it's no type of commitment even like with me being in the relationship that I'm in like you know uh, we're in a relationship very loving relationship but yeah. there's never been talk about submission there hasn't been talk about a lot of stuff because marriage isn't here yet it's not there yet so right. you know and plus you know me Kelly Morgan knows this my lady Morgan knows this that I've never been the type of dude to you know, me and Morgan kind of go <laughs> back, like, for give you an, an idea, give you an idea. This is kind of how I am. This is how I grew up is, you know, the whole cooking for, you know, a lot of dudes like expect for like, you know, the ladies to cook for them. A lot of old heads too. You know, a lot of uh -huh. old heads dudes that I used to work with, they were like, yeah, she can't cook that, whatever. I didn't grow up with a father like that. You know, right. how I am, for example, I was over Morgan's place one time and she uh was asleep you know and i got up and i you know just made myself something to eat whatever and you know she comes out and you know i'm eating and she was like oh you're eating breakfast and i said yeah <laughs> i was hungry and she goes oh well yeah well i guess you did you didn't ask me to cook or anything i said so let me get this straight so 
you want me and i said this to her she listens to this she knows i said it i said to her i said so you want me to either a be hungry and wait until you wake up to make something to eat or b wake you up to make something i ain't like i don't get down like that you know what i mean i'm i don't want to call it independence but how i grew up with my father like my dad like worked crazy hours growing up you know what i mean i mean as a kid i have memories of my dad's always been in my life always you know so i can remember as a kid you know what i mean i would see him when before i went to school and then i would mm-hmm. see him right before i went to bed and that was just but never in my 32 years on this earth had, did i hear my father go oh, you don't get to my mom you don't got dinner made you don't got this made you don't got that i didn't grow up like that you know what i mean Me either. so i if i'm hungry or if i gonna do so, like I, i'm doing that shit myself i can remember one time i was like i had just i think i was in like my early 20s and i was still living at home or whatever and i worked at night at the time and i remember like i woke up and like i had just asked my mom you know i was like hey you know did you like make anything she's like no no you know i didn't make and my dad was in his office and he heard it and he was like how old are you again <laughs> i was like he said don't be acting you know what i mean whatever like you grown-ass man if you want something don't be expecting your mom to me so like i've always carried that torch you know what i mean so when it comes to like i guess you would say submission I'm not really the right person to talk to about that because I don't really believe in how a lot of folks believe in submission today. Oh, she needs to do this. She needs to do that. She needs to do this. Like, you know, Morgan says all the time, like when she goes out with her friends and stuff, she's like, oh, I'm just so glad that, you know, you're the type of man that doesn't trip if I go out. What am I going to trip over? You know what I'm saying? Go do what you got to do. You know what I mean? I'm going to make sure you stay. Have fun, please. Be there. Because most likely I'm be asleep by the time you get back anyway. Because you know me, Jelly. You know I be old the man status. <laughs> so so she, she went out the other night, right? She left the crib like around like six thirty. I said, all right. And I went. I, I I didn't take. I got in the bed like around seven seven thirty, and I woke up, and it was like a quarter to midnight. I was like, oh whoa, she ain't back. So I called. I said, yo, you good? She goes, yeah, I'm outside with my friends. I said, all right, click. <laughs> you know so i love that i don't be i I, it's just i'm i don't that's why i stay out of those arguments and debates because i don't really have a lot to contribute to them you know what i mean and also when it comes to that like whatever works in somebody household works for them you know what i'm saying whatever yeah whatever works for them like i ain't got no like and that goes with everything I'm, i'm sick of that arguing about who pays what like who cares like that's y'all business uh it sucks to know that the dating pool still has piss in it though yeah i I need it cleaned up where's the pool boy it needs to be cleaned up immediately hey man before we get to the serious stuff uh didn't you tell me about a story because you know i'm I'm a sucker for bad date stories i I love (laughs) uh okay and I was even when I was single. Like, I even love it more now because I, I just because I'm glad I ain't in it. But did you tell me about a story about a dude you went to like a future concert or something like that? And he was like, it, it was something around you, along those. You lines. Had to bring the story up, okay? <laughs> you know I had to. I wouldn't be me, you know. If I did. And and going into okay, so <laughs> again, I I am the type of chick who does not mind paying for a date, right? So mm. I said, okay, the dude likes music. I like music. Um, Groupon is still a great resource. I don't care if you use it on a date. A date is a date and you pay some money for it. So I found the tickets for future on uh, Groupon. I said, all right, cool. I drove, I paid for parking. I did all that good stuff because that's what I do. If I'm going to treat you, I'm going to treat you. Mm-hmm. We get there and Spencer, I swear to God, it was the worst date I've ever had in my life. <laughs> this man who shall remain nameless, however, he was a local quote unquote Baltimore rapper, had the audacity to uh critique the entire show. <laughs> um uh who was it? Juice World? What's his name? Travis whoever. It was him and Post Malone and Future. He really critiqued every single person 
in the concert. Oh, I could have did this. I would have did this different. There's no crowd interaction and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't be serious right now. You're a nobody watching people who make millions <laughs> do this. Like, who are you, sir? So then after the concert is over, I didn't get to enjoy myself, blah, blah, blah. He gets in a car. He's like, yo, my phone is dead. Can I borrow your charger? I'm like, all right, cool. He was like, yeah, because I'm inspired. I need to write my rhymes down and get back in the stew. <laughs> what? Why are we going in the stew? You suck. <laughs> and then I dropped him off at home, and then that was the last time I ever fucking talked to him. Oh, it was. <laughs> remove all that. You know, What's I'm that? laughing for a few reasons, man. Rapping, being a musician, any type of like something that requires a level of skill. A real skill. Yeah, well, I mean, in a sense, like I, I'm not a musician, so I don't know what level of, I just do know that it requires some level of skill and talent, no matter right. what it is. I can't stand people who like have no say so in something, but like they are automatically an expert, you know, you maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but a lot of people be surprised on how many voice actors I done ran into, how many producers I ran into, how many radio hosts I done ran into, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, oh, I could have did it better. I remember one time, uh, me and my boy, oh, yeah, well, you didn't, this didn't happen with you, but it was another time where I went fishing, you know, and... Oh, I was about to say the time we went fishing? <laughs> nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah. this, this, this didn't happen when you and I went fishing. Uh, I was out fishing with my mans and, you know, I don't remember if like, man, yeah, we did, you did catch something. I cut it, I gutted it, cleaned it, whatever. Um, you wanted me to do that and it wasn't fucking happening. <laughs> you tried it. Well, you know the saying where it says there's more way, more ways than one to, uh, to skin a cat, right? Uh, yeah. So out there, I'm with my mans. I caught a big one. I think this dude was probably, this, this fish is probably about like 16, 17 pounds. It was pretty decent. And I'm out there right you know gutting it and his old head's out there going oh okay all right yeah that's that's a different way i never seen it like that before da, da, da. and here comes this one asshole walking over <laughs> he's just standing there right and everybody else like oh okay well how do you do it like you did it like that oh okay cool cool this one asshole is like yeah i wouldn't have done it like that bro who the fuck asked you sir <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i was like what and i looked up at him and i didn't say anything Right. And I'm and I'm gutting. I'm gutting. I'm cleaning. I'm gutting. And he yeah. goes, Yeah, I don't know why you're doing it like that. That's that that ain't the right way to do it. So he says it one more time, right? And one of the old heads out there, funny dude. Um, I don't think he was out there when you and I went out there. He drives a big old truck, always got a cigar in his mouth and a cigar in his pocket. You know, typical old head that be fishing. He yeah. goes, he goes, young man, young man, it, it, it don't matter. Like you do it your way. He does it his way. At the end of the day, <laughs> he going to get the fillets off. That's what it matters, you know? Right. And like, I just can't stand people. That's one reason why I'm laughing at your story, because like, you know, it's like, dog, like, come on, bro. Like you ain't even, and oh, <laughs> you kind of went hard a little bit. I wasn't going to call him a nobody, but like, I guess he was. <laughs> no, no, he's a nobody. But you're right, because, like, I mean, dog, like, you're a local quote-unquote rapper, and you're critiquing <laughs> dudes who make hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, it's whatever, obviously, whatever they're doing is right, and whatever you've been doing is not. So, and then the part, the, the reason why I laughed like that at the end, the stew, right? Because I know Morgan always jokes around yeah. when I gotta go to work, and she'd be like, oh, you gotta be in the stew, right? And it's funny, because when I was <laughs> single, Right. And I would talk to like and I would have conversations, you know, with, you know, several women not at the same time, but <laughs> I would have conversations and I would say in passing, like, oh, yeah, I got to go to the studio. I got to go to the station. And they automatically in their mind would be like, oh, you're a rapper. And oh, no. I'd be like, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm actually a radio host. And they'd be like, mm, OK. And then they would hear me. <laughs> I, that happened one time. I remember this one girl thought we were in a car. And like I said, I was like, damn, I got to go to the studio tomorrow. And it was on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday evening. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of technical shit. But I do a lot of automated stuff for Sundays at the station. Right. So it sounds like I'm there, but I'm not. 
So we're in the car and she, I was like, man, damn, I got to go to the studio tomorrow. And she was like the studio. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, oh, so you got to go to the stew. Like she was trying to be a smart ass. Right. And I was right. like, yeah, I got to go to the studio tomorrow. And I said, I said, like, I got to lay some tracks. And she, yo, her eyes rolled so hard, dog. Like when I said that, like, Oh, I didn't know you were a rapper. I said, I'm, <laughs> I said, I was like, I'm, I'm not a rapper, dog. Like, you know, and so she was like, okay, all right. So what do you do? I said, nah, I'll be on the radio. And then, so I guess that didn't help my case anymore. And she was like, mm, so you're on the radio. Okay. Right. And then, so I looked at the time, right. And it was like around mm-hmm. six, six Oh four. And I knew like my automated tracks were still playing. So I said, we were in her car. Okay. She was driving. I said, uh, I said, you mind if I hook my phone up to your Bluetooth real quick? And she was like, yeah, why? I said, I want, I want you to hear something. So she was like, oh, she, she was like, I bullshit you now. She said, oh, you gonna let me hear your SoundCloud? <laughs> <laughs> right? So I said, no. Nah. I said, no, nah, I ain't gonna let you hear my SoundCloud. So I go, you know, to the station, my the NPR station I work for, the website. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, you can stream it from there if you can't pick up the frequency. And so I hit play. And right when I hit play, all you hear is this is Spencer Bryan on 88.1 WYPR. Coming up next, all things considered, the time is now 604, 41 degrees in Baltimore. She was like, wait, that's you? And I just looked at her. <laughs> and I said, yeah. She goes, oh, that's so cool. That's so nice. I was like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> uh-uh, you tried to play me like I was, I was like, You tried to play me, fun. dog, you know. So that was the story that I mean in Morgan when I first met Morgan and I said, yeah, I'd be in the studio. She kind of had a little reaction to it, but like, she goes, Oh, that's so cool. What you do? So when you said, he said, I gotta be in the stew, man. That's why I was just like, dog, that's hilarious. But he was actually talking about like, I gotta write some, but how was he inspired if he was critiquing everybody though? I don't know. And I was in the zone <laughs> like, I just fucked my girl in some Gucci flip flops. And he's steady trying to write some rhymes. And I was so, so confused. So confused. Like, well, uh, contrary to popular belief, if the young man ever listens to this episode, keep hope alive, brother. <laughs> keep hope alive. But yes, I'm talking about you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to tell some goofy uh, dating stories that I know of it later, but uh, I want to get more to uh, to the serious stuff. Um, okay. So I know, uh, you, and again, if you don't mind me asking about it, um, I know one of your big goals in life, one of your main goals in life is to, you know, be married with the kids and all the other stuff, but which is dope because it's mine too. Hopefully Morgan don't kick me to the curb anytime soon. I remember... You said something about a prayer book. A prayer book. Yeah. So um, I was telling you about this prayer book. So basically, January 1st, I started my prayer book, kind of like a manifestation type thing where I am writing my prayers for myself and my future husband, whoever God may see fit, Um, basically clearing our paths of people who we don't need to be there, um, making sure that we are financially mentally spiritually prepared to walk into each other's lives and take that next step into this the covenant of marriage and at the end whenever i do meet him and whenever we do get married on our wedding day i will give him that book to show that like look i prayed for this i've been waiting on you and this is what it took to get here besides the work that we actually put in that's dope I didn't know uh, that you would. Uh, that's how it works, as far as like you. So you wouldn't give it to him until like the, the you said the night of the wedding or after. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't give him like. I kind of want to give it to him, and you know how people do it on social media, like they'll give their person a gift right before they walk down the aisle. So mm-hmm. that would be his gift. Future uh, husband, if you're listening, yes, the prayer book is coming, but <laughs> you'll get something else extra later on. Morgan, if you're listening, the prayer book is coming. It's like, nah. Uh, <laughs> like, I still been, my, yeah, still my shit out of it, right? Um, nah, that's dope, dog. I, you know, when it comes to uh, what's the word? Manifestation, yeah. right? Manifestation, prayer, 
Uh, well, first of all, let me say this, because um, I know you're of like minded when it comes to comes to this there. To me, I'm of the opinion that there's a difference between relationship and religion. Uh, Absolutely. Religion says, damn, I'm in trouble. My father's going to kill me. Relationship says, damn, I'm in trouble. I need to call my father. So. I feel like the re the re the reason why I like that uh, will really love the idea that you have. Not only does you know it manifest what you want, but it also strengthens that relationship that you have with God or whatever. Um, right. Because you know I do believe in divine intervention, and divine intervention is oftentimes shown in ways that when things happen, you have no explanation as to how. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The the only the only reason is God himself. You know what I mean? When some, when supernatural things happen and, you know, I know you can attest to it. I know I can attest to it that like we've had experiences thus far where things have happened where it's like, yeah, that wasn't it. You know, not to sound cliche, but I, nobody but God, you know what I'm saying? Nobody but God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, that's why I like the prayer book idea. Um, you know, because I do believe, you know, what I mean, that you should manifest things you want, pray for things that you want, you know, and I have heard this ridiculous narrative that like, I, don't, I ain't praying for no man. I ain't praying for no woman. Well, the reason why I don't really agree with that notion is the not I do agree with, you know, praying for what you want. The reason why I don't agree right. with, oh, they look stupid, because to me. You know, society has painted spirituality, relationship, religion, whatever word you want to use as God sees things on a scale like we do as humans. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that God sees things on a straight plane. You know what I mean? Like everything is level. So you praying for a husband or a wife is no different than praying for a new job or praying for a promotion or praying for because that's what you want. It's, you it's know? what you want. You, pray, yeah. you ask God or whoever you believe in for what you're seeking. Right. And right. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you said that. Whoever you believe in, whoever you pray to, right. uh, what, whatever you pray, whatever, you know, right. Um. you know, that's why. And I believe people that I don't know, I, I do feel like there are clear signs to see when someone's miserable, when they're unhappy. And one of those clear signs is when you see someone, person A, you know, praying and manifesting for things they want. And then person B, i.e. the miserable person, oh, why would you pray for that? Why would you this? Why would you that? And it's like, you know, why do you, again, that's what relationship is. Like, it is. you know, yeah. look at it as a man and woman, right? You know, we see we see couples, we see married couples, we see relationships where, you know, us on the outside may go, man, why are they together? What are they doing? Why are they still together? But I remember my father, one of the many wise things he said, sometimes a man and woman have an understanding that no one else understands. Absolutely. And that same narrative, concept, postulation, whatever can be used for the relationship that you have with a higher power. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so when I see people, because I ain't gonna lie, when I was younger, way younger, you know, when I would see <laughs> women like buying engagement rings for themselves or like stuff like that, not gonna happen. Sorry. Now, I, I I knew you was gonna say that. Now, let me say the <laughs> reason why I one side of me doesn't think that's stupid because at the end of the day, it's still manifestation. It is. But it is. I'm just curious on like if you met the dude and you met the man that you want to be married, how how do you get proposed to then? Because you already bought your own ring. That's my only question. Like, like do, you, do you, like... you give him the ring to propose to you with? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, damn that. No. No, yeah, ain't nobody yeah. no ring. No. Mm-mm. Like, I'm not knocking. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's manifestation. Like, it's I've seen people buy furniture for the house that they don't have yet. You know what I mean? Um, now that's a completely different thing because it's like we talk about proposal and marriage, but you know, I'm yeah. like, because I I know someone that said that. They said, like, I saw they had a ring, and I said, Oh, I didn't know you got married. <laughs> this was kind of awkward. I was like, I, I didn't know you got married. And she was like, Oh, no, I'm not married. This is for my future husband, you know. And I said, Oh, I said, Oh, okay. Not again, one side of me was like, Oh, okay, cool. I like, get you know it. what I'm saying? 
But the other yeah. side, I wanted I'm to ask, like, well, I'm not going to knock it. Yeah, I wanted to be like, well, how are he supposed to propose? He got to buy a separate ring or something. I, I don't know. It ain't my business. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, manifestation is in prayer is what it is, you know. But from a man's perspective, when it comes to marriage, and I don't speak on it too often much because I'm, I'm not married. I don't speak on things that I don't know shit about. But I do know what I can say that my father one time said there's a difference between a man who wants a wife and a man who yearns to be a husband. That's uh, a wise man. Yeah. <laughs> one of the many, you know, and it's one of those quick things that can go over your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, a man yeah. who wants a wife, you know what I mean? But when you really think about it, you know, it makes sense because a lot of people want spouses for very wrong reasons, you know, mm-hmm. um, like, the submission thing we talked about when it's when it's when it's uh, uh, believed in in a negative way, uh, money or or whatever. Uh, but when someone who yearns to be a wife, who wants to be a wife, who wants to be a husband, you know, I do understand the difference between that because it's you know it comes with a whole set of different you know responsibilities. Um, it does that I can only speak for so much on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, you know, I still think I am one of the believers and I think you are too, that like marriage is still a potentially great thing. But I think, and again, not speaking too much on it because I don't know much about it. I can speak on relationships and dating all day, but uh, Mm. marriage not. Uh, I do believe in the importance of making sure you're with the right person. I can remember, you know, my, I was recently uh, on Instagram and, uh, you know, I follow my church, uh, Glenn Arden, and they posted this um, video of uh, Pastor Jenkins talking about, like, I guess he was going in on single people about how, like, you know, during a single phase, like single stage, like we worry about the wrong things. A lot of times the physical stuff, which is not I mean, which is important. Uh, but right. you know, I've learned in my years that like, yeah, she may look all right, but you know, matter of fact, I'm gonna put that in here right now. But you like it, you like it, you like it because it looked good. You like it, pow, 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 pow. She got it going on. You like that. Y'all better stop liking butts and booties and start getting in people's brains. That booty ain't real anyway. It's Perpetration, it's pretend, it's plastic, it's fluid. Yeah, man, I remember I was like that, worried about the booty and worried about what she was like, Don't get me wrong. Like, hey, it's very important. Don't get me wrong. Like, you got to be attracted very to the important. person. But I have, you know, some in my experience, um, and this is probably the most I've ever talked about dating on here, Kelly. You got me, uh, got me uh, uh, talking about this. <laughs> um, no, no, you good. You good. You know, got to talk about it every once in a while. I can remember, you know, I was very shallow at one point when I was younger. Uh, was this the UMES days or, or this prior? was the UMES days. This was like my early twenties. This was like that 2014, 15 Spence. You know what I'm saying? Where like, that's kind of what I was, what, 22, 23 at the age where I did think I knew everything. I did think I knew everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I ain't gonna go too much into it. Like, you know, people who are regular listeners on here, they know my story, but I can say this in my experience that some of the baddest joints I have ever been. <laughs> let me rephrase that. Some <laughs> some of the baddest, some of the baddest joints that I've ever known, that I've dated, that I've been with, whatever, were very horrible people. You know what I mean? Now with Morgan, I lucked out because she fine. And she's nice, <laughs> you know. Oh. Uh, but before that, prior to Morgan, yo, like, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? And the thing is, I don't know why they were like that. You know what I mean? We all have mm-hmm. our own backgrounds, we all have our own stories. But the older I got, you know, I was like, ah man, this ain't gonna work. I can remember I was in a um 
I, I was a, used to be a part of this uh, joint in my church called um, uh, Youth Fellowship. And basically okay. it was like a lot of, it was basically a fancy term for like the singles ministry, but like the, the millennials. And, you know, one of the, 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 uh, the teacher was a dude named Minister Skip. And I remember um, he made us <laughs> take out a piece of paper and he was like, I want everybody to write down their ideal person that they want to be with. And we all did. We wrote down. I can't remember what I wrote. This was going on maybe seven, eight years ago. And <laughs> he made us hold up the paper and he goes, all right, I want y'all to hold up the paper. And we all held it up. And then we all, and he said, all right, I want you to tear it up. And we're like, huh? And so he goes, I'm pretty sure everybody in this room wrote down the perfect person they wanted to be with. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? The perfect person doesn't exist. Not yeah. ever. And it was just a very mind opening exercise. And I remember at the end, he goes, if your type worked, no, what did he say? He goes, everybody raised their hand. It's over the age of 30. I wasn't 30 yet, but he goes, everybody raised their hand. It's over the age of 30. Right. So it was probably about 10, 15 people, both men and women alike. And he goes, uh, everybody over the age of 30, raise your hand if you got a type, right? And so they rose their hand. He goes, well, if your type worked, you'd be married by now because you were over 30. Thanks. And I was well, like, yeah, shit. Like <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, too, because, like, you know, I can remember, like, you know, still being single, like, you know, I, in my 30s, like my early 30s. Well, I'm still in my early 30s, but when I was, like, 30, I'm like, damn, like these is over 30 years old still acting like this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I know you can attest to that. Whoa, so, you trying to call me out? No. <laughs> not in that way. I mean, like, I know you know what I mean by dealing oh, yeah, with yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. men I who know. are like way over the age of 30 still dealing stupid. No, I ain't saying you. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> um, not, nah, man. Like, yeah, I, I still have uh, very strong PTSD from those days. Yeah, man, before we get up out of here, you know, the summer's around the corner, man. You got any Greek stuff lined up for Zeta, Phi Beta? Matter of fact, hi, Zeta. Hi, how you doing? Hi, how y'all doing over there? You know, I don't really get to talk to a lot of sorors. Um, Zeta, Zeta is good. We are in a new year, you know, celebrating 103. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had that good old Founders Week mm -hmm. with everybody. Yeah. Turning another year older in greatness um out in these streets i'm gonna be in the ciaa streets though <laughs> i'm gonna be you outside know, yeah yeah i've never been to uh ciaa before you um, missed the time in charlotte sir yeah i heard it was fun heard it was fun but you know what though man like <laughs> the older i get I don't know. I guess, it's just, you know, I knew it was going to come eventually. But when it comes to like Greek stuff, like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I still love Sigma, still love my LB, still love my brothers or whatever. But it's like the more events that I go to, I just realize how like everybody there is just like dumbass young. And maybe Listen, combined. Yeah, I'm man. Tired. Like, huh? I'm tired. I feel like the chaperone some days. Yeah. Like me and uh, last year for. um litnik i think it was like litnik five or whatever oh my god yeah 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 yeah. morgan and i went and you know morgan's not greek which is <clears throat> a good thing but anyway so like, we, we you, you're gonna get in trouble for that comment but okay <laughs> from who <laughs> i don't i don't know somebody who gonna lace that shoe up man she the only person i gotta worry about her their opinion everybody else fuck them it's like no nah. so like <laughs> well that's a true statement too Carry so on. Yeah, yeah. I would get in trouble if she knew I worried about other women's opinions. Let's say let's Thanks. let's go there. Um, but now we went and you know, like I don't know, like maybe it's just like it, it was funny because like it was a it was a lot of people there. It was a lot of people, you know, it's litnik, so it's a lot of people. But I was cracking up because like I noticed that there was one section of uh where we was at in the park where it was just all the old heads, which is us now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like it was it was my pro fights. I ain't gonna name drop, but it was my pro fights. And we was all just chilling, like you know. And I just noticed that, like, the more I go to these events, like the and it's this is this is this is time. You know what I mean? It's just how it works. You know, I remember being young, being Greek. I was trying to be in every girl face or whatever. Well, sort of. Uh, oh, you, you was one of them. 
Yeah, I had my face. I had okay. a brief phase, you know what I'm saying? Like we when I was living, you listen, I know you listened to the last episode where yeah. I was in the mob house. That person I was with at that time, we had kind of broke up for a few months. And yeah, so uh <laughs> I lived out my college experience in a, in the express lane. Let's just say that. Um, you know, so I don't know, like it's just like with the whole Greek stuff and they were just getting older, man. You know, I still like going to stuff, but like I go to homecoming to simply socialize now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. not what it used to be going in there saying who, you know, I ain't going to get too much into that. But I'm glad Zeta is uh, still treating you well. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though we old heads now or whatever. Uh, and I really was joking about that statement about all Zeta suck. I really do fuck with it. Very select few. Um <laughs> But look, I knew you wasn't talking about me, so why? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Over my head. I ain't care. <laughs> we about to get a body. Oh man, you know what? What I didn't talk about What's yet, up? I ain't tell you my uh, bad date stories. Now, these stories I haven't experienced, these are stories that people have told me. But now, it's how just you tell other people's stories because they're hilarious. That's why, <laughs> and you know me. <laughs> You know me, Kelly. I'm a storyteller. I love stories. I love hearing them. I love telling stories and bad date stories. It's a great combination. I don't know, man. Just to, and these are very recent too. Uh, when you say that the dating pool still has piss in it, man. I know. Um, <laughs> before I met Morgan, uh, this one girl told me probably one of the most hilarious. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but damn it, it was funny to me. <laughs> and so this one one chick, she told me this one story. This dude that she met, or whatever. And uh, they went out. Well, sorry, let me back up. They he had a little girl, and they were trying to, you know, had their schedules aligned. He was trying to find a babysitter, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, he was like, "Hey, probably gonna have to throw a rain check in. I can't find a babysitter." You know, my apologies. And she was like, "Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Whatever." So he hits her up a few hours later and goes, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my bad for the last minute notification, but like I found, a, uh, you know, I worked out. He said, he didn't say I worked out. He didn't say I found a babysitter. He said, I worked the situation out. We can still go out. You know what I'm saying? If you're available and she goes, yeah. So they, they meet up at this restaurant or whatever. Um, they meet each other in there and you know, she said, man, like, yo, that was one of the best conversations I've ever had with a dude. Like, you know, we was in there laughing. He was hilarious. Like it's really, yo, if a man could make me laugh, he already get a ton of brownie points there. This, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. She said they were there so long <laughs> that the restaurant had to kindly ask them to leave because they were about to close. So she said, this is in the dead of winter. It's freezing cold outside. So I'm in my mind. I'm like, well, how is this a bad story? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting, waiting yeah. for the record, you know. So she goes, <laughs> she goes, they 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 go out to the parking lot and, mm -hmm. you know, as coincidence would have it, they parked next to each other. They didn't know because one they met each other in the restaurant. Right. So she said, like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I saw his car. It was like this all black Benz. And she was like, oh, it's your car? He was like, yeah, yeah, it's my ride to say. She goes, oh, okay. She goes, the windows is all tinted. Like, it was looking nice or whatever. So I saw, okay. And so she said that, like, you know, they hugged. And, like, it was kind of like that awkward moment where you could tell dude wanted to plant a kiss on her or whatever. Yeah. And like she was like, oh no, nah, you can kiss me. I said, oh, you must have been feeling, dude. She was like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was. So you know, they kissed first day. You know, okay, nothing wrong. With that. Right. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. But meanwhile, I'm like, you know, where this? But common sense tells me if it went this long without something bad happening, something bad is about to happen. But I'm just waiting. That's for it. that's a true statement. So she goes, uh, they get in the car or whatever. And well, she gets in her car, and uh, so he gets in his car. And mm -hmm. then when he opens her door, when he opens his door, all she hears is a wah. Ain't no way. I, nope. Nope. So, I know you're not going to say what I think. I think I am. So she goes, she turns around and she was like, What was that? And he goes, Oh, nothing. <laughs> so. She was like, okay. So she heard it again, but it was louder. So she looked in the car and she saw in the back seat that it was a little girl back there. 
Ain't no way. That's not even the best part of the story. That's the bad part of the story. That's not the part that's funny because that's actually like <laughs> literally child abuse. But like, so yeah. she looks at him, she looks at him and she was like, "Yo, you had your daughter in here the whole time." He was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and she was like, "Yo, what caught me off guard aside from the little girl being back there? He just didn't even like seem like it was an issue, right? Like he did it before." Exactly, like he did it before. So here, here, here my favorite part about it come on now. So she goes, "Yo, mind you, this is in the dead of winter. Like it's cold outside, right?" So she was like, "Yo, you had your daughter in a the car the whole time while we was in there. We was in there for like three hours. The heat ain't even on. Like what?" He goes, "Oh, she was like, nah, the car." He was. She, she said, "The car's not even running." You know what he said, Kelly? What he said? He goes, "Oh no, nah, this a hybrid." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no. Hey, it's very few times I can recall someone telling me a story and I laughed so hard I started like being lightheaded. I said, What? She was like, yo, this dude looked at me dead in the eyes and was like, Oh no, nah, this is a hybrid. <laughs> like it like that makes it any better. Now, the reason why I cracked up so much at that. Is because, like, dog, you are literally committing an act of child abuse right in front of this woman's face. Yeah. And your only excuse, the only thing you got to say is it's, it's a, a hybrid. fucking hybrid. God, <laughs> it. I want to call CPS. Like, what? What are we doing? Oh God, dog! That was the most hilarious thing in the world. Now, like we right there at the fucking end, and here, here we go with the. <laughs> Golly, yes. Oh yeah, I think that that, that you at that point you gotta say the the, the date pool got feces in it at that point. No, like like uh, uh, acid. <laughs> <laughs> not acid <laughs> oh god man yeah i could it's just like i'm a sucker for a bad day story man i i can't remember a lot of mine because a lot the worst ones i had was when i was out here wilding um i could tell you some dumb shit you. that happened yeah oh what man please but uh yeah i'm not gonna go into it you know what i mean i ain't gonna go to my yeah my, don't my, leave uh, that in, yeah in Lee, i'm gonna leave that at the door uh <laughs> i got a family that listens to this so, uh, but anyway, Kelly, I appreciate you coming through, man, and definitely rapping with me and just laughing and just talking shit. You know what I mean? That's what we do. Um, before we go, the weather's about to break. I got my fishing rods already lined up. How you fitting that? Listen, as long as you don't make me gut the fish, I'm good. <laughs> I still think I remember how to release, so I, I'll be all right. Yeah, man, I can remember. Uh, well, I do remember every time I'm out by the water, you just text me like this straight face, like, really? Then you ain't gonna let me know. <laughs> I would take a day off from work real quick, or at least a half a day, and meet you yeah. out. It's about an hour drive from me. And you was committed too, man. I said, dog, you gotta be out, you gotta be at my place by 5 a.m. And Bobby, damn, you was there by 5 a.m. coming from Baltimore. What, so I said, what okay. What did you learn? <laughs> to be early is to be on to time. Be on okay? time. We okay. now the non-Greek folks don't know nothing about that, but we we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we oh go. man, I, I knew I had to be yeah. on time. <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in on another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually very ingenuous sometimes very disingenuous things have my homegirl kelly on here you know she came on here to wrap it up with me and to talk shit and to laugh and this is a very censored conversation by the way um if y'all want to know what a real conversation between me and kelly are like you know that's not for the airwaves because we be talking way more shit <laughs> <laughs> and kelly and i are examples of how you can have an opposite sex friend and still be homies all right you know, now that's for all. Platonic. <laughs> um, that probably just pissed off a lot of people right there, but you know, I don't care. You know, so. Maybe I. 